Welcome to the Opinionated SEO, where we talk about recent news and updates in the digital marketing world of SEO, paid advertising, and social media that impact you as a marketer. I'll also throw some of my opinion into the mix. Today is Wednesday, January 12th, and I'll be talking about Shopify, server logs, winners and losers from Google's December 2021 product review update, Google's search operators, a thread by Alita Salas on all the different templates, checklists, and flowcharts she sent out over 2021, women in tech SEO newsletter, and shocking, someone's site isn't getting indexed, and John Mueller kindly responds. Was there an algorithm update on the 11th? The guys over at Search Engine Roundtable may think so. It looks like there's a good amount of volatility in the algorithm trackers, though we may not get any answer from Google. The indicators do show something is happening. I'm not seeing any real major movements on my sites, but they're not e-commerce or affiliate sites, and those have seemed to have a little bit more volatility lately, especially relying on reviews. Yoast released an in-depth article on SEO for Shopify, They cover everything from optimizing core web vitals, lazy loading images, how to blog with Shopify, and of course, how to use their new app with Shopify. If you haven't worked with Shopify in the past, this may be a great primer to seeing what it can do. As they say, Shopify is the anti-Amazon, and if you're considering selling online, this may be a great starting point to see just what it would take and what it is capable of. I've worked on a number of Shopify sites in the platform Solid, but this article definitely would help trim the learning curve for any seasoned SEO who isn't used to Shopify. Yoast also announced version 17.9 of their plugin, which integrates with Wincher and allows you up to five keywords to track for free, while the paid version allows for 500 to 10,000 keywords. Search Engine Lane published an article on Monday about server logs, and I think it gives a great overview. I've been spending a lot of time with server logs recently and thought I'd give a few things that I've been looking at. Number one, how often are specific types of pages being crawled? For example, if you have a product page, how often is Google crawling the page? How often is it crawling your blog posts? This is useful to understand how quickly to expect changes that you've made to show up in search result pages. Number two, looking at just the crawler, I'm seeing what kind of 404s and 301s Google is hitting. Interestingly enough, I see sometimes 404 on sitemap files, and some of those haven't been on the site for years. It's good to make sure there isn't an old Search Console account with old sitemap files. I'm also curious about how often Google is pulling my sitemaps. Number three, comparing what Google is crawling versus what's actually in my sitemap. If I'm finding that some sitemaps just don't seem to trigger the crawls, then I might want to use more sitemaps with less line items or maybe more sitemap index files with fewer links out to sitemaps. Number four, what is my crawl budget looking like? How often is Google visiting and crawling and using this to track downturns or heavy increases? In either case, it's good to know what's going on so I can make sure that Google isn't going down a path that doesn't make sense or that there's something that is causing Google to visit less often. That can be a quality thing or even a speed thing. Doing this on your own in something like Excel is a little bit tough. I'd recommend looking at a service like Botify or DeepCrawl if you have a large website. Both are SaaS offerings that can crawl multi-million page sites. If you're looking at just thousands of pages, Screaming Frog has a log analyzer which can handle most of the tasks for smaller and medium sites. I have links out to that and actually Screaming Frog log analyzer just had an update yesterday. 
Lily Ray tweeted about the winners and losers from Google's December 2021 product review update. She had another tweet about non-product review sites moving around due to the large fluctuations as well as seeing many of the review site pages getting replaced with the product that they were reviewing. I think this is a good thing. We're often searching for something to solve a problem, but don't get to the actual company site. I'm more interested in the official information, but then when I'm looking to see reviews and maybe user-generated content, I'll do a specific reviews-appended search. Maybe I just know that half the time it's an affiliate site and I just don't trust them as much, but I think this was the right move by Google. Looking to take some of your knowledge up a step? Check out SEO Nerd Switzerland Meetup with Brenda Malone, who will discuss advanced Google search operators for smarter SEO. Google search operators, why would we need to know what that is? Right from the online meeting description, use GSOs to find indexation problems, search for guest post opportunities, identify duplicate content issues, do deep competitor research, and basically help find detailed information about your domain or competitors' domains to gain an SEO advantage. Brenda is an active member of the Women in Tech SEO community, and this online meetup would be a great opportunity for anyone in SEO. Alita Solis shared a 2021 thread on all the different templates, checklists, flowcharts that she's shared over the past year. It's an incredible thread full of tons of amazing content for any SEO Take a look. I'm definitely sure you'll find something that you can use. Another newsletter to sign up for, besides the SEO FOMO newsletter, is the Women in Tech SEO newsletter by Arij Abu Ali. Help them get to 3,000 newsletter subscribers before their January edition. They're about 167 subscribers away, and they have some great content in there. And what better way to end today's podcast than another, my site isn't getting indexed. Anderson Kara said his site isn't getting indexed on Google. It's been two months. It's an Amazon affiliate blog. John Mueller chimed in on Twitter that they might just be sending the traffic instead to the source site if you aren't providing anything of value. Again, this comes back to your site quality. If it's not a high value site, not a high quality site, then Google's less likely to index pages and the less of your site will also index. I use this podcast site as a test. It's on a brand new domain registered and built with the basics of the site around December 8th, so maybe four or five weeks ago. The site does already rank for certain terms, and most posts get indexed within about 24 hours. I mean, it's not the best site, but it's got all the technical aspects down and has unique content. It's an example of a new site with original content that gets indexed right away. John ends by saying about sites, not all of them are really that useful and necessary to be fully indexed. I say well said. And that's it for today. Look forward to seeing you guys tomorrow and have a great day.